welcome back to the Sound Antics podcast. Yes, welcome, welcome. We are back with episode 66. Yeah, 66. Five. Four, three, no, it's five. two, one. No, six. That's where it's six. Oh, In three. 60-something. It's not 69 yet. We know that much. Nothing. No, we know that. We know it's not that. No, that is going to be one special episode of this Smutcast. But welcome is to good. the first proper episode of Series 2. Matt, how does it feel to be Indeed. back? It, it feels like we never left Sakura, if I'm honest. The only difference is now, I can see you, mm-hmm. and you can see me. That's not because mm-hmm. we're in the same room, it's because we have uh, video capabilities, um, which means you can watch this podcast as well as listen to it, which is good news all around Sakura, I think. I think that's good. I think it's very good. And how can they, uh, how can they watch us, Matt Dyer? Uh, oh, it feels like we've ended the podcast already. <laughs> uh, they can go to our YouTube channel, which is, uh, I think it's just Sam Antics Podcast. The, the link is somewhere. I will put the link somewhere. Don't worry. The link somewhere. Yes. It, maybe. You might even be able to watch it on Spotify as well. I have, we, don't yes. know yet. We don't You're know. You don't able to listen possible. as normal. Mm. No. Um, so we'll see. We'll see. Um, but yeah, it's good to be back, Sakura. You, you looking forward to Series 2? I'm excited for the changes and the, the new ideas and things that we're bringing back. Um, yeah, I think, I think it's going to be good. I think it's going to be very good. Uh, but one thing that hasn't left Series 1 is, Madaya, how have you been this week? As you drink your Mackey's drink. Uh, no, it's not McDonald's. I must say, for legal purposes, it's uh, McDonald's. Okay. Um, there you go. We can't advertise them, Sakura. And just for them. legal purposes, this is um, Sam um, Walter. <laughs> well played. Well played. Uh, Sakura, I am... Uh, I'm okay. I am okay. Um, we have uh, Formula 1 is back next weekend, mm-hmm. where my life starts again, which is excellent news. Don't think the Mercedes are going to be quite there to start with, which is upsetting. And I think Red Bull are probably going to run away with it again. But remain hopeful. Um, other than that, work is normal at the Pope House HQ. And uh, yeah. And uh, that's about it, Sigura. Been, been a busy week trying to get all this stuff set up so hopefully mm-hmm. this is now set up properly and we won't need to re-record because that's never a good thing no god i can remember back to the uh, children of no. the first series well we don't want any pro- <laughs> we don't want any problem children in this series Sakura, please no. um but anyway enough about me Sakura. how devil you sausage i've been ill my dad in case you couldn't remember from last week um have you been ill <clears throat> yeah, uh, so it's still with my voice a little bit, as you can probably tell. But yeah, I'm on the, I'm definitely on the mend. I'll be back in the office next week because I've not been allowed in the office. I've been working from home for the whole time. Um, I, as you can tell, I've also had a haircut. Had a haircut. Um, yeah, had a haircut. 
Excellent news. Wanting to do it last week, but was no easy way to say it's about I, I couldn't even leave the bed. I was dying. So I got it done <laughs> this week. Sorry, I don't know why I'm laughing, but... Because you're a mean bastard, that's why. Uh, but yeah, other than that, my diet has been it's been good, and was very excited to actually rejoin civilization. Good. That's always a always a bonus, isn't it? Indeed, it is. Indeed, it is. Now, this week <laughs> we have got something not different. We've got something that we've done three. I think this is the third time. We've done it. So these big changes and things <laughs> will be sorry. from sorry, oh, series two, was... episode two. <laughs> that was the greatest, greatest <laughs> thing. We just this is uh, this is not different. <laughs> so we're recycling our content, Sagora. That's what we're doing. I like to think that as we're drawing on tradition, <laughs> it's tradition for us, and. Tradition is. Tradition is. Tradition is. Tradition. Oh, sorry. I do apologise. <laughs> I do apologise, Agora. You've got to make it obvious if you're doing that. Uh, tradition is that uh, episode one of every series we do, um, we have to play a little game, and that little game is random Reddit rodeo. Indeed it is. And we're playing that game today. And as always, when we do play Random Reddit Rodeo, we must call upon our past selves to pick out some words for us. Without further ado, Mada, cue the music. Thank you, Pass Matt. So, as we've alluded to, this is now our time to just have a look at our have a look at our words, try and hope and pray that they are as good as they were the last two times we did this. So, Matt, do you want to kick us off with your first word? Uh, let me just bring up uh, randomwordgenerator.com. It's a it gets a lot of advertisement on this podcast, doesn't it? Yeah, we should probably uh, reach out to them. Mm, maybe we get a a loose uh, a loose sponsor or something. Right, ready for the first word? Go on. Crash. Oh God, what word? <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, go on. My first word is crash. There's a lot you can do with that. To be fair, a lot of different ways to take that word. Oh, well, yeah. Okay. Uh, do you want me to do my second word, or are you going to do your word? Do your word, and then I'll jump on and do mine. Okie dokie. Um, next word is... Dilemma. Oh, okay. Dilemma. Okay. That's some good words, Demodai. Right, you ready for mine? Crash and dilemma. God. Yes, go on, Sakura. Okay, so the first word is produce or produce, depending on how you want to take it. Okay, maybe something I can do with that. And the final word is 
Right, oh, right. Last time you did that, Zagor, like, flashback. <laughs> my final word is revenge. Oh. oh, Reddit's gonna love that. Oh, so to recap, you've got is... Crash and Dilemma, and I have Produce slash Produce and Revenge. What's your initial thoughts? I think they're probably the two toughest words we've had so far in the uh, was it three episodes we've done with this. This must be the third. Um, yeah. Um, but I mean, it's, it's not all over. There are there are some things we can do with that. So I hope for the best. All we can do now is pass back to our future selves and find out what they've come up with. Well, thank you to our past selves there. Uh, so, Robert. Can we just make a comment about your hair? We can. And that's why yeah. it was cut. Uh, it, was a, <laughs> it was a monstrosity, but yeah. let's not get bogged down with that. No. Um, so, there we go. So, just to recap on what our words were, mine were dilemma and crash. And mine were produce and revenge. Excellent. Uh do you want to go first, or shall I? Uh, you go first. Okay. Which one are you going to do? You have to bear, bear with me, everyone, because I'm going to be reading from my phone. So if I'm looking down, I am looking at my phone, just to clarify. And not his penis. Um, exactly. Um, the fir- I'm going to do Dilemma first. Okay. And uh, well, I played a blinder, so I'm not going to you. I won't lie to you. I'm not going to lie to um, you. I don't know what accent that was. <laughs> um, so I have gone to a section of Reddit called Moral Dilemmas. Oh, so there we exactly go. That's what it says on the tin. Got the word. Sorted this out. Duds. Straight away. Um, also, I just want to clarify as well. When I took the screenshot of what I'm about to read, you messaged at exactly the same time. Um, so I would just like to highlight the fact that the screenshot I have has a message from you saying kinkiest regards question mark yes how do you feel about that I um, (laughs) I don't even know what the context was I think you sent it to me you sent kinkiest regards to me and I I questioned it and you were like yes Uh, yes Yes, yes, yes. yes. Uh, now it will live on as something you sent me when I was doing work for this. What was the name of the anyway. person sent it to you, sorry? I don't think it was Sam Cropper. No, it wasn't Sam Cropper. It was, um... <laughs> Pake Geralta. Well, it does not sound like me, if I'm being completely honest. Oh, oh dear. Okay, anyway, crack so on. are you ready for this story? This uh, is a very short um, couple of paragraphs, um, and it's titled, Would you give a heads up to someone that will be fired soon? Ooh, okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, I have, pre- have pre-read some of this, and, and I do have to um, make you aware that 
it, some bits don't quite make sense. Um, but just use your imagination as to what's going on. Okay. Six months ago, I interviewed and refused a job offer to work for a very sketchy company. They ended up hiring a guy that I kind of know professionally. It's a niche sector, and we ended up crossing paths often. All was good until today, when another recruiter called, called me to replace him. She badmouthed his performance, saying that he wasn't performing well, and that was why they were looking elsewhere. Sorry to, to butt in here. Can I just say, <clears throat> how unprofessional is that as a recruitment company, ringing someone to badmouth someone that's being fired? Yeah, I, it's particularly bad. Yeah, you're right. No, you're right. That is a bit dodgy. Um, where did I get to? Yeah. She didn't want to tell me which company, but once she told me which what sector was, I called it out and she confirmed. As I said, it's a niche sector and a high job. It's a niche sector and a high job, so it might be tough for the guy to find another one if he doesn't start to look for it soon. I'm considering giving him a heads up anonymously since I don't know him that well and I'm not sure how he'd react. Yes. So there we go. So go up. Mm. Let's discuss. Would you give a heads up to somebody that was going to be fired soon? Uh, no. Oh. Only because, only because, um, if I'm giving someone a heads up, they're going to be fired. That means that I'm in a position where I'm having that discussion. And if I'm having that discussion with other people about them being fired, I shouldn't divulge that information because it's kind of confidential before they they, they hear about it. Does that make sense? So if I tell them, I'm sort of telling them off the books when they should be told on the books. So I wouldn't do it. And it's also put okay. in my position at Jeopardy for oh. breaching the confidentiality of the conversation for... Okay. I... <clears throat> I think I slightly disagree. Uh, personally, if it was me, I let, let's say, for example, I heard something at the Polar Pals HQ. Um, now, I am lucky in the sense that I get on very well with most people in in the building, um, and I think I, you know, without big, sounding big-headed, I think I'm well respected as well. Um, mm. by everyone so I think if I knew somebody was going to be fired I think I wouldn't have the conversation somewhere like in an office or you know something like that it would have yeah. to be somewhere like in passing like maybe the corridor or something like that um, somewhere there where there's no cameras um, so yeah, I think I probably would. Well, it depends on the circumstances. If it was a just because they weren't performing well, then yeah, I would. Um, if it was, you know, something 
like no no I think I would yeah regardless I, I think I would give them the heads up yeah would it depend on how much of an arsehole they are yes yes it would there are certain people I would not but most people I would I think that's fair to say yeah I think it's a difficult one because obviously I think you want to be loyal to the people that you work with but on the other hand you kind of you can't be just loyal when you have to think about your job and like your circumstance as well so I think you kind of have to weigh up yeah. Is it going to, how much of it is going to impact you if it comes back? Because obviously everyone in the workplace is going to find out that that person's been fired. So how much of it is going to come back to you and the blame being pointed to you? If that makes sense. Yeah, it's a difficult one, isn't it? Um, it is a difficult one. And I suppose in this instance, if it's a, a niche sector... Mm. Um, we don't know what that is. We don't know what the, maybe the consequences are if, if you did tell someone. Um, I think from a logistics point of view, I think I'd probably be safe to, to do something like that. Yeah. Obviously, if I was like an investment banker or you know somebody that worked in the um, stocks and stuff like that, then maybe it's a bit different. Um, so... Yeah, that's my take on it anyway. Uh, so, where should we go on to your first word? Yeah, so I'm going to go for produce or produce, if you'll pardon the pun. Okay. <laughs> All right, Moses. So, here we go. So, I've um, gone to an old classic of ours, my uh, I have delved into the realm old classic. of Am I the Arsehole? Ooh. Oh, delightful. Okay. I've missed it. So, the first one is, am I the arsehole for confronting my neighbour who is obviously stealing produce from my garden? Oh, all right. So here we go. This spring, a young woman, let's call her Kristen, moved into the house next door to me. She owns some sort of catering business for weddings and runs Instagram accounts about food. We live in a semi-remote area, about 15 minutes outside of a small town. During the pandemic, I got very into gardening, and I love my thriving vegetable and herb garden. I tend to oh, a good word. attend to it very carefully, and I love that I can feed my husband and kids with the food I've grown. This summer, produce has begun disappearing. Some of my tomatoes, squash, eggplants and herbs will disappear overnight. I see no signs of animals chewing them. No vegetables disappeared from my garden last summer. Obviously someone is taking them. And Kristen's is the nearest house to mine. The other nearest are a bit of a walk down the road. But she's right next door. And I find it very suspicious that they began disappearing right after she moved in. I even checked her Instagram to see her posting photos of food this very week featuring the exact produce that has gone missing from my garden. Tomatoes, zucchini, eggplants, herbs. I confronted it about confronted her about it this sorry. 
the actual work was so they've put I confronted it about her this yesterday evening. But that is Oh Lord. That's like when um Stacy from Gavin and Stacy says she'll get something right now in a minute. <laughs> I love the accent they did as well. Brilliant. Oh what a program. Right. Oh Lord. Let's correct that. I confronted her about it yesterday evening and she became very, very defensive. She said I was crazy and that she had no reason to steal from me as there was a farmer's market right down the road and she grows her own windowsill herbs and has a supplier for her business. She even had the audacity to brag about how much money she makes, saying that her business brings in good money and that she would have no need to steal. From her defensiveness and this level of bragging, it seems obvious to me that she is lying. Things got ugly and she slammed her door in my face, which, to me, seems to further prove the guilt. Am I the arsehole? Should I have gone about this differently? She's clearly stealing from me and clearly lying about it. I don't There's only one way we can, um, we can deal with this. Mm-hmm. CCTV camera. Yeah, security that camera way, is the way. she says, it wasn't me, then you can be like, well, bitch, it is you. Come on, let's, let's not beat around the bush here. Um, I don't, I, to me, it's like, why, I think stealing on any level is, is wrong. Well, I don't think stealing on any level is wrong. Yeah. Um, so, you know, if it's not exactly difficult, is it, to pop next door and say, sorry to trouble you, I see you've got a very nice juicy marrow there. Mm. Uh, any chance if you've got any left over or anything you, that, that, that I could have some? Um, yeah. You know, the worst they can say is, well, oh, no, it's for, it's for my family. You know, they, then leave it at that. Yeah. Um, if, if this lady is going into the garden that is not her property to start with. So, you know, that's trespassing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then stealing stuff as well. That's theft. Um, then um, what, what, what a cock crumble, Sagora. No, that's fair. That is fair. Um, when I say the comments were impeccable, oh, they were no. impeccable. <laughs> Go on. So everyone was saying, yeah, get a security camera. That's what you do. Um, but people were also saying that she's been... Sorry. So people were also saying oh, that God. she's... She's been too timing her windows to herbs. I love... I love the Reddit comment section, honestly. She has it's no... breath of fresh air. She has no basal human decency. Hey now, she's only trying to make a mint. It's what happens when you try to oh. weed out the competition. I no, imagine this will happen on. time and time again. It beats her at her own game. I take what I, oh, I, I, I take back what I said about the Reddit community. Honestly, she seemingly oh. she, she seemingly doesn't care at all. <laughs> That, that was a bad one. That one was bad. Stephen doesn't care at all. <laughs> uh, 
Oh, MD. Oh. Let's move on from... Saying not the arsehole or, or am the arsehole? I think... I think the real question is, is she an arsehole? Is she an arsehole for the way that she confronted the situation? I don't think so. I think it's justified. Um, I think her neighbour is an arsehole. But I don't think she is for... Just wants to feed her family and someone's stealing it. So, no. Not at all. And definitely get the cameras installed. That's what I would say. Yeah. It doesn't even have to be expensive ones. Just one of those crappy, like, motion detector ones. Like, I mean, I have one of them. And it's like, like 30 quid. Um, exactly. That would be all the evidence you need. Exactly. And just, you just put it up in the bay and leave it alone. <clears throat> That you hide your face behind your pop shield. That was disgraceful. <laughs> no, that was brilliant. That was disgraceful. brilliant. Oh. Okay. Can we move on. <laughs> well, we'll leave we'll leave the theft alone, shall we, for a, for a bit. Um, I just want to say as well, if you are watching the video version of this and you keep seeing me not look you dead in the eye, it's because I'm trying to look at Salkrubba as he's reading. And he's slightly to the right. Equally, I'm looking out the window, and that's to the left. It's too many distractions. So I apologise. Anyway, we'll crack on with my next word, uh, which was crash. As in, oh no, Hamilton and Verstappen have crashed into cops. There we go. So, Cora, I've taken a leaf out of your book. See, I didn't do a pun there. <laughs> My gosh, man! Honestly, uh, it's it's a mixed bag. It's, it's, it's... <laughs> He's had enough. He's gone. He's left the building. Are we done? Yeah, it's quite chilly in here. Are we good? Mm. Proceed. (laughs) (laughs) Am I the arse? Am I the arsehole for asking Sam Cropper to stop with the vegetable uh, related puns? Uh, no, Sagora, this one uh, is Am I the arsehole? Uh, am I the arsehole for asking my boyfriend to crash at his friend's house? Okay, so we're going down the ready? crash, as in like go and sleep over sense rather than. Yes, not crash as in I've crashed! As in Verstappen has um, purposefully crashed Crash into Lewis Hamilton. Yeah, yeah, okay, cool. <clears throat> I am a 25-year-old female. Yes, you are. Oh, I'm... <laughs> oh, I forgot about these. I am a 25-year-old female and my boyfriend is a 22-year-old male. And we live together. 
He wanted to go out to the club last night, but this week I'm waking up at 5am for work every day. I said if he wants to go out, that's fine, but I asked him to crash at one of his friend's places so he wouldn't wake me up coming home. He said he would be quiet coming in, however, I am a light sleeper and I always wake up when he comes home from going out, so I said no. He accepted this, but kept making passive comments like, I just want to sleep in my own bed tonight. I don't know what the accent was there, so I, go, well, I do apologise. No, I know what accent that was. I know what accent that was. That was a belligerent was child. Eeyore. Belligerent child is what it was, my dad. Oh, I thought, I thought it was Eeyore. No, Eeyore is... um. <laughs> Eeyore is... <Go> <laughs> Oh, the, the clouds are always grey, Pooh. Voices <laughs> <laughs> uh, Eventually, right before he left and he realised I wasn't going to change my mind, he got pretty mad. He still went out, though, and crashed with his friend that he went with. Okay. Today, when I got home from work, he was clearly upset and said, I pay rent here, too. Ugh. <laughs> I just realised what my voice is. <laughs> oh, my God. It's Richmond. <laughs> it's actually quite beautiful. Try track four, coffin fodder. <laughs> oh, that program is the best. Oh my I also just realised something about um, the Sam water. It's actually mm. Sam and Matt antics water. <laughs> we we tried to shout near you. Um, Proceed with Richmond being all moody about being able to sleep in his own bed. I pay rent here too. Which I understand. However, I don't think I was really out of line to ask him to crash elsewhere. I really didn't want to be woken up at 3am when I will have to get up two hours later. Mm. However, outside opinions never hurt. So, Sekroba, mm. am I the arsehole? <laughs> Richmond is the arsehole here because. Nope. Let's be honest. Rich. Bloody Richmond. Fuck <laughs> sake, Richmond. Let's be honest, because... <laughs> oh, God. Oh, oh, Richmond and Moss is on point. Seriously. <laughs> so, yeah, um, oh I, think Rich, I think Richmond is the arsehole here because in in a relationship that you you obviously have to have that middle ground and the middle ground here is, okay, you can forego spending time with me as long as you don't come back and wake me up when you're pissed. That's kind of the middle ground because she could have used me turn around and gone... I actually want to see you tonight. It's not really fair for you to go off and see your friends and not me. 
but she didn't. She was understanding. All she said was, please don't come home because I'm up early and you wake me up. And I don't think it's a. It's not exactly a. Um, what's the word, Sagora? Harsh request. Yeah, that's the one. I couldn't. I couldn't think. Sorry. It's not unreasonable. Um, sorry, it's not an unreasonable yeah. request to make. Yeah, it's it's yeah. not. Yeah, it's um. Yeah, not the arsehole for me. I think it's quite. An, I think it's. It's one of these things where, in the heat of the moment, emotions get the better of people, and you don't think rationally always. But there comes a point where she's going to have to think: Is this how this man is going to respond to me asking the simple request? In the future requests that I make, which are quite reasonable, is this what I'm going to be met with every single time? Because it's not a, it's not a like. Can you put the bins out? Yeah, or or can you give me a ride? You don't want to go to this event. Can you give me a ride to the event, and then, or can you pick me up from the event? Like it's oh, not unreasonable. Too. Yeah, but yeah, um, not the arsehole. Absolutely not. Richmond needs to go and sort himself out. Okay. Um, Good. Excellent. Okay, take a <laughs> So, so the crackle. <laughs> so, this one is revenge. Um, and here we go. So, the title is: Am I the asshole for stealing my toxic ex roommate's chair? I, a twenty-two-year-old female, met this girl, twenty-year-old female. Let's call her Deb. In my university years in one of the apartments I've lived in. We got along pretty easily, and since we were living with six other women with strong religious beliefs, we decided to move into another department together. And we invited her other best friend, Etta, 20-year-old female, and two other random girls. Sounds like a party there, my daughter, doesn't it? Definitely. We were in a double room, and at the beginning, we have bought a mattress and an office chair for our room. From the moment we moved in, she started to change due to the close relationship with Etta. She wasn't the girl I got to know the year before, but she was actually a raging bitch. Etta took control of the situation nice. and started deciding everything for everyone, also judging behind the back of each flatmate with the others. What surprised me is Deb was very much like her, maybe because she was too influenced by Etta's behaviour. Anyway, in that moment, I was on my last year of university. I was studying too hard in order to graduate in July. I was under tons of stress and began being weird, I guess. Like socially, I wasn't my best, but nothing too serious. The main thing, I think, was that I was very different from them. They valued things that I had no interest in, such as appearances, while I was trying to understand myself better and solve some past traumas. So it sounds like she was working on herself and her friends were still trying to keep up appearances and just be 
fashionable, I guess. Um, what happened after some months is they began excluding me from every activity they were doing with the other flatmates and to treat me like shit. I couldn't understand. I couldn't stand that situation anymore. It was so bad and I felt so excluded and judged that I began staying five, maybe six nights a week at my boyfriend's house. I was too anxious, lonely and judged to be in my own house that I couldn't be there anymore. At the end of the year, I graduated and decided to move. I tried finding a solution for the mattress and chair me and Deb bought together, but she wouldn't agree on any solution I proposed, and she also wouldn't talk to me much. So I decided to leave her with mattress. Also because I knew another girl would have substituted for me and they would need somewhere to sleep. And, and I would take the chair, but without telling her. Deb loved the chair. She was able to study only in our room, and that's why she needed it. And also that's the reason why I took it, to get back at her for the terrible year her and Etta had made me go through, and for all the sufferance and tears they'd caused me. After a few weeks, she texted me, accusing me of stealing the chair, and telling me that I had to give it back, which, of course, I haven't. But it still haunts me sometimes, and I wonder if what I did was wrong or if it was rightful revenge. So, am I the arsehole for taking the chair? Either way, fuck her, and also fuck Etta. Hey, what's that? Uh, no, not the arsehole. Um, <clears throat> my point here would be, if you've gone out to start with and bought things 50-50, then it's half yours, half theirs. Um, if you're leaving the mattress, that's 50% that you're leaving. Yeah. So therefore the chair is um, is 50% is yours to, to, to take. Um, also, I would have taken it anyway just to um, make a point. I'd have taken the mattress and left the chair, if I'm honest. But... Then again, I am an arsehole. So there's a difference there because obviously she knew that someone else was moving in and had to sleep in the bed. What I don't understand is, and I don't know if our American listeners and viewers can kind of fill us in here. When it says a double room, when they say, oh, I've bought, they bought together the mattress and they bought together the office chair. Does that mean they had to sleep in the same bed? Hmm. Because it's not mattresses, it's mattress one, singular. So they have to sleep in the same bed. They have to share a bed and share... No, I'm, ass- no, I'm assuming maybe the, the, maybe the, the house or the flat came with one mattress already with one room right, installed. And then, but rather than them just turn around and say at the time, oh, this is going to be my room, you have to buy your own stuff. Because it's half their flat each, they've then gone out and spent fifty percent each to okay. to furnish the other rooms. That I would imagine sense. anyway. I don't. I don't know. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. It's, it's a. I just. Strange one. I just. One thing I just can't stand to call is is rudeness on on any level. There's just no need for it. Yeah. And you know there was obviously a nice friendship there to start with. 
because otherwise they wouldn't have moved in together, would they? Yeah. Um, so, you know, why why did that turn so, you know, horrible and yeah. almost aggressive-like? I think there's three rules. I blame Edna, or whatever her name is. Etta. Edna. <laughs> I'll call her Edna. Edna Mode. Edna <laughs> <laughs> um, I think there's three rules here. The first is, there's like in life, in general, in like society, there are three rules. There's one, treat people with kindness. Number two, don't fuck your co-workers. And number three, is don't move in and live with your friends because it will ruin your friendship. They're the three rules. She's moved in with her friend. It's ruined her friendship. That's one thing. There's... I, I broke one of those rules. Uh, I moved in with Glenn Nash, didn't I? Yes, you did. This is right. Yeah. What, what did you think I was going to... I was trying to, uh, I was yeah, thinking Matt Dyer has gone around the Polar Power HQ and found himself a bear to sleep with. <laughs> Polar, a little bit more uh, than Powell's not HQ. Quite, <laughs> not quite. <laughs> <laughs> more than Powell's HQ. <laughs> oh, um, no, I moved in with Glenn and Ash. You did, yeah. yeah. And that didn't ruin... Our friendship, but it wasn't mainly permanent. because I had nowhere else to go. I mean, we won't like go into the ins and outs of it, but there were aspects of it which could have been better, I suppose. But again, it, it's not something that ruined your friendship per se. It's just it, it made it a little bit. It changed like, the dynamic. I think that's the biggest thing is like it changes the dynamic of a friendship when you're with someone in close quarters bound contractually to live with them over a year's time and the dynamic changes because Mm. all of a sudden this person that you go to kind of to get out of the house is there constantly 24 7 I I can see why that would cause some strain what's not helped in this situation is Etta is a bitch and the bitch has just got that pot we don't like fuck her up She's just gone staring that shit up. So, you know. <laughs> it's a mixing bowl and a spoon. Mixing bowl, spoon. Stir that shit up. No, I get it. I get it. I get it. Oh, God. Um, not the arsehole, Sakura. I think we are both agreeing on that, are we? We are 100% agree on that. Yeah. Oh, it's been quite fun Excellent. to jump down the... Um, the old Am I the Arsehole ran radio route. It's been quite a fun experience. Memory lane, Sigura. It's always mm. good to go down memory lane. Mm. Um, Unfortunately, we've reached the end of memory lane, Matt Dyer, and it's time to end this podcast. Oh, we've I only know. just started again. I know, I know. We've been back in time. We've jumped back to the future. And now... You've had your hair cut. I've had my hair cut. And now we're leaving you wanting more, which I can only apologise for. You've only got a week to wait. And also, you can find us and get more content. Sorry about that.
I was doing the absolute transition of my of my entire career, and I fucked it up because I looked at you and you looked like you were stifling a laugh. Oh, fair enough. That's a lot of people. I I was about to do something and then I looked at you. Oh, well, fair enough. Right. I've been there. Can we finish the transition for you? Yeah. Okay, guys, that's the end of the podcast this week. I do apologise for the inconvenience course. Um, but, you know, as Sam said, we'll be back next week. Um, and it, meanwhile, I think, Sagora, we're going to have to start putting some uh, some of those video clips, now so we now record them on video as well. We're going to have to start putting them on the old TikToks and Instagrams and... Facebook. Uh, yes. And... Um, Hopefully, you know, we don't, we never know. Got a few things left to sort out, but hopefully we can start live streaming to the old YouTubes or the Twitch, build up an audience on there as well. Samla is going global, even more so than it already is. But in the meantime, Sekora, what are our social media pages? So. You can go to our go TikTok, which is at Samma Antics, our Instagram, which is Samma Antics, our Facebook, which is Samma Antics Podcast. We also have a Twitter, which is at Samma underscore pod. We have a Twitch channel, which is Samma underscore pod. Cast. Cast. Or, <laughs> yeah. or you can be a dinosaur, the type you'd find in a museum, and send us an email, which is samantixpodcast at gmail.com. You could tell that we haven't rehearsed that for a very long time. And it's also We're usually the other way around. Action. <laughs> We're very out of action. <laughs> also, we set up the Twitch, we set up uh, the, uh, the um, Twitter, we set up this, the YouTube, and we don't upload to them. Yeah, we need to sort that out. Yeah. But in the meantime, I'm going to leave you with the brand new Sam Antics podcast theme tune. And while that happens, I'll do a little dance. Goodbye. See you next week.